Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. A note to the artist. Dear Kahindi Wiley, Last week, I went to the De Young Museum in San Francisco to see your exhibit, The Archaeology of Silence. I will never be the same person I was going into that exhibit. I've tried to write about my experience for myself at your exhibit, but I just can't seem to capture the magnitude of what I felt, so I thought I'd write to you to see if it might allow me to solidify this change within myself. I imagine you get lots of fan mail. Perhaps, given the nature and intention of your work, fan mail is not exactly the right wording, but I can't believe you don't get mail from people who have been so touched they simply have to let you know. I've seen videos of you speaking about your art which helped me categorize some of my own emotions and also give me a feeling of immense gratitude that I was able to see this exhibit at all. If you will allow me, I will try to give you and myself a little insight into the shift that happened to me at that exhibit in the respite room afterwards and still today as I write this note to you. First of all, the size of your work commands attention. Your paintings of young black people, some alive and some dead, draped over outcroppings in nature and other things, dressed in contemporary clothing, drew me in and would not let me look away. I'm not sure if it was because they seemed bigger than I felt viewing them or because the plaintive message they had was so intentional. I was caused to stop and view these paintings almost as if they were wanting space inside my psyche. At times, it almost seemed like they were webs of connection from them to me. I've seen pictures of you on scaffolding, painting eyes, clothing, jewelry, and cannot imagine how you managed to convey such aliveness of these young black people even as they lay in the repose of death. This is something I have never encountered in an art exhibit, and it silenced my mind so that I could be present and try to appreciate the message you were giving me. I'm not even sure today exactly what that message was, but my body received it and my soul connected to it. I believe this is a message all mankind needs to receive, and I know that I've received at least a bit of it, for which I am very thankful. But then... The sculptures. I cannot remember if I viewed other bronze sculptures, but if I have, they've been forgotten. Yours never will be. Larger than life, filled with life, even in depiction of death. I felt as though I were moving from one existential moment to another as I gazed at each piece. They seemed to become bigger and bigger the further into your exhibit I ventured. At times they seemed overpowering, and yet inviting. 
Each sculpture demanded more and more of my time until finally I couldn't move away. They called to me, asking me to witness them, asking me to let in the beauty and sadness they presented. How you could combine these two elements with such grace astounds me. I wonder how it felt to let these pieces emerge under your hands. I hope you too felt the massive power they hold. I hope you recognize the gift you have given the world. The final statue of your 20-foot stallion with a young man draped in death over the saddle did me in. I stood before it, was speechless and paralyzed. I was locked into this massive presentation. Only after long minutes was I able to move around to view it on all sides. Tears were streaming down my face, not just from this statue, but from the totality of all I had taken in. I have never been moved by art in this way, and I have been an art lover all my life. My very soul was stretched in order to allow the immenseness of my emotions. My very being felt rearranged, molecule by molecule, with a feeling that I was no longer the person who had entered the room. When I finally got to the respite room, where people could compose themselves if they wished, I could only stand in front of the wall of messages from previous viewers and weep. Not a tear or two, but streaming tears from a place inside me I still don't know. A place that had been awakened by your art soul, that art that reached into my own, changing me irrevocably. I wept then, and ten days later, thinking about this experience, I weep again. Not sad tears, nor happy ones. Tears of enormous feeling, of what I'm still not sure, but what I am sure of is that I am very much alive now. I was given the gift of seeing your art by some unseen hand. I did not know you or your work before seeing this exhibit, but I am a changed person because of it. There is a larger-than-life feeling of inclusion that surrounds what you create. To my mind, your description of our world today as epic and evil is perfect, and perhaps that is what moved me so. To hold epic and evil in the same moment altered me in my very being. I wish every person in the world could have the experience of viewing this exhibit I feel it's the greatest gift art has given me in all my 77 years. Thank you seems such a small token of my appreciation. My tears, well, they actually express my gratitude in a better way, I think. To move a person to tears of appreciation of something they cannot name, but now know they sorely needed, is quite a generous gift. I just this moment realized that if I had a bucket list, Meeting you would be at the top of it. There are a few things I have not done that I wanted to do, and I thought my days of new experiences were over. I was wrong, and that makes seeing your art all the more precious. Your art, filled with your own feelings and intention, brought out a piece of myself as a gift that I didn't know that I needed. I am a larger version of myself because of it. Thank you from the bottom of my tear-filled and endlessly grateful heart. 
Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.